Hey everyone, welcome to All About the Joy. I'm Carmen Lisette, your host, and I am so excited for 2024. And not in the goofy resolution, you know, my life is going to change in 2024 so dramatically. I mean, I hope it does in a good way, in a good way, right? You got to put that energy out there. But what I do want to talk about is some things that I learned in 2023 that I'm bringing with me in 2024. And I would suggest that everyone kind of think about that, right? Instead of doing these resolutions where like, oh, I'm going to lose weight or, oh, I'm going to do better about learning a new language or whatever it is people normally do with resolutions that tend to, maybe not for you, but they tend to fail or people end up not using that gym membership that they just bought after like February, maybe a better way to think about the new year is to think about what did you learn in 2023 and what can you bring back into 2024 with you? And that's kind of something I've always done. Now, I haven't done it with New Year's so much, but I have done it because my birthday is also in January. So every year on my birthday, I tend to do this reanalysis of what the last year was like and to see what the positivities were, what the things were that brought me joy, and if I can bring those forward with me into the new year. Now, I don't always succeed. I'm not going to lie about that, right? So for example, in 2022, I remember being excited that I was working on my book and that in 2023, I was going to finish not just the outline, but finish the entire book. That did not happen, right? But I did do the outline. I did do that part of it. And I also have a second book idea that I want to do. So it wasn't a complete failure, but my point is making a decision and looking at what your past year was like and look at the positivities and the joy in it and seeing if if you can bring that somehow into the future is always a better way to go. So let me tell you a couple of the things that I'm bringing with me from 2023 into 2024. I already talked about this in the live stream that we had on Thursday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you so much for so many of you who have made All About the Joy, the podcast, such a wonderful and amazing experience. And for all of you who are following us and chime in weekly and listen to the podcast, I really am appreciative. This is going to be a little additional podcast I'm going to try to do Um, when I can. I'm not going to make any commitments now, but I do want to talk about things that I usually blog about. And this is one of those things I blogged about this past Sunday on my personal website, carmensuarez.com. So what am I bringing in from 2023 into 2024? One of the things I'm bringing in is mocktails. If you don't know what mocktails are, basically they are quote unquote mock cocktails, right? So they're pretend drinks. And listen, I have no reason not to be drinking or to drink. I, you know, enjoy drinking with my friends or not drinking or having a glass of wine at dinner. But this past year, going to lunch with some colleagues, one of my colleagues asked me if they minded if they would not drink. And I thought it was such a weird question. (laughs) Uh, So they had a mocktail and so didn't I, and I was hooked. There is something really cool and fun about having a drink in a bar or at a restaurant before dinner or after dinner and, and feeling like you're a part of the group and not have to worry about being tipsy. That's how I'm going to say it. 
And I realize now too, I just really enjoy kind of a fancy drink. So if you remember back in the day, or maybe some of you have kids, you used to have like Shirley Temples or something. So this is kind of that same idea, right? Um, but they're not Shirley Temples. These are really cool, awesome drinks and they are non-alcoholic. And so that's one of the things in 2023 that I am absolutely bringing into 2024. And I'm really, really super excited about it. Another thing that happened in 2023 that uh, this was actually accidental, I was in a production office and I was going way too fast. I wasn't paying attention. And my hand, the back of my hand hit a corner desk in somebody's office. And the pain was remarkable. We thought I had broken some bones, but I, I didn't. But it, the bruising was so bad. And it's my left hand, which is my weaker hand. But it took a long time to heal. But one of the things I had to do to help the healing process was take off my Fitbit. So I always wore this monitoring Fitbit watch, right, to monitor my steps, uh, to monitor my heart rate, to monitor all of these different things. And so I started trying to wear it on my right hand, which just annoyed me. So I took it off altogether. And one of the weirdest things that happened that I thought was so cool was I started working out without it. I started going on my walks. I started going on my, you know, little jogs. I started doing my weight training. I started being on my spin bike and I didn't have a monitoring device telling me how I was doing. And it was boom, like mind-blowingly awesome. And I really realized how much I was watching and paying attention too much to how many steps I took during the day, to how fast my heart was going or not going. And I was taking away from the sheer enjoyment of just having a workout and just enjoying it. So I am no longer wearing a monitoring device on my body. Now, my spin bike and, you know, my phone still calculate a lot of these things anyways. And I didn't realize that till I disconnected my watch. But here's the thing. I, I thought it was fascinating because we don't realize the habits we get into when we do things. Now, I'm not against people using Fitbits or whatever, Apple watches or whatever it is. And, and look at it, if it helps you. I'm just saying this is something I'm bringing in from 2023 into 2024 because it was brilliant. And it, and I feel, you know, even this morning I went for a workout. It was awesome. You know, I did like a 30 minute little jog. It was great. And then I walked for another 30 minutes. I came home, I did some weights and I don't know how many calories are burned. And I don't know, you know, how, what my heart rate was, but I'll tell you this much. It was a great workout. It was a fun, great workout. So I'm definitely bringing that into 2024. Okay. What about you? Do you have any thoughts as I'm saying these? I bet you do. This is a good time to start thinking about that, right? What did you do in 2023 that you can bring into 2024? Okay, let me give you one more. I really enjoy doing the show on Thursday nights, um, all about the joy and the podcast and the live stream has really grown. And I, you know, it's not even a, it's not even about that. I've grown because I've learned and met so many new people. I feel really excited about that. So I don't know if there's something that you've done in the last year that has brought you so much joy, but also you taught, taught you something, uh, 
I'm really excited about it. I'm going to keep the podcast and the live stream going, and I hope it only grows. And I think that's part of why I want to do these kind of Carmen talks, because I also want to talk a little bit without you know, the whole crew and everybody else involved. I do want to do a little bit of just Carmen talk. That's what I'm calling it now. So, you know, kind of making a mock out of TED Talks in a way. <laughs> the only other thing I want to say is that, and this is not in a negative way, but in a really positive way. And I think this is really important. I want to have a wish for 2024 that has less to do with me and more to do with other people, right? I always try to figure out what I can do to be of service. I talk about that a lot when I work with people. How are we of service to other people? But we should also practice that in our own lives, you know? So one of the things that I am hoping is for people who are continuously lying to themselves about why they are in the circumstances that they are in. We all know these people, right? They blame other people for their misery. They they keep bringing other people down because they can't find the joy in seeing somebody else excel, right? It takes a lot to be happy for other people. It means that you are comfortable and you are in a place of satisfaction and contentment or it means even if you are not, you are able to pull from yourself and care more about other people so much, so much so that you want to lift them up. And I think one of the things I want to wish for the world or wish for people that I personally know, but also just in general, as I see things, like especially in these different environments that I find myself in, whether it be work or social activities or people I hang out with, like the continuous idea that you can change someone else to make you happy is, it's not going to happen. Like whatever is happening in your life is something only you can do to change. Other people are not responsible for your pain and your anger and your sadness. And even if they are, let's say even if they are, there's nothing you can do to change other people. All you can do is change yourself and who you are. If you don't like somebody, then don't be around them. If you are angry with people in your family, then why are you continuously hanging out with them? And I know that's a really touchy subject. People get really upset with me about the whole, but it's family. Well, then, then, then you have to deal with the consequences of that choice. But it's the same thing with online. You know, if you don't like someone, if you hate someone, if you think somebody is A, B, C, or D, why are you following them? Why are you paying attention to them? Why are you even acknowledging that they exist? It means you still care about them. And that's okay too. But if you care about them, then stop complaining about them, right? Lift them up too. So I, I think my wish, it's a little convoluted for people in the world, but it's like, stop blaming everyone else for the circumstances you find yourself in. Do a lot of self-analysis. Do a lot of self-work on yourself in 2024. If you are angry with people, then get away from the people who make you angry. If you are disappointed in people and the way that they treated you, then maybe those people don't deserve you. 
Maybe those people don't deserve you. And if you are jealous of other people, if you see other people succeeding or doing something that you like or doing something that you wish you can do, don't demean them, lift them up or go do your own thing. Learn from them and go do your own thing and and become spectacular in some way, shape or form. We are all evolving and learning from each other all the time, you know? But I just think it's a much easier life to have when you can find joy. And, you know, that's why I call my show all about the joy. And that's not necessarily a plug. I don't think I need to plug my show anymore. And I'm really excited about that. But let me explain something. Happiness is what happens to you. Let me say that again. Happiness is external. It's what happens to you. I eat a piece of chocolate cake. I'm happy. I get a bonus. I'm happy. Somebody buys me flowers. I'm happy. Well, I don't really love flowers, but I'm just saying, right? You get the idea. Happiness is what happens to you. We don't always have control over that, you know? And it's just like sadness in a way, right? Sadness. You don't want to be sad all the time. You certainly cannot be happy all the time. If you're happy all the time, you're probably going to be, you know, committed or something, right? Or people are going to think you're being fake. So happiness is not the goal. Joy is the goal. Joy is innate. Joy is within us. No matter what your circumstance is, you can always find joy. And people, look at this came up, this came to me uh, in, in 2023. Somebody asked me, what do you think is the one most important thing that got you through your childhood. Now, my childhood was a lot like a lot of other people's, and, you know, people get mad at me when I say that, but, you know, we all love the drama story, but my childhood was as difficult as anyone else's who grew up in the poverty and the circumstances that I grew up in, right? However, a lot of people fall through the cracks, I did not. I was so lucky and so blessed because people stepped in and helped. And that's what my book, Candela, is all about. It's about the people that stepped in and made sure I didn't fall through the cracks. However, as I've gotten older, I do understand that there's also something within me that was happening as well. And here's what I'll tell you. I've always said my entire life that I am the most positive person I know. That is true. But it's not about positivity. And that's what I started learning in 2023. And it was actually the end of 2022 when I started thinking about my second, the, the third book I want to write. And I am, I am going to work on this this year. <laughs> that's, that's also part of my goals, uh, for 2024. But it has always been my entire life all about the joy. It has always been how can I find joy even in this situation that I find myself in right now in this moment. And joy becomes kind of this word that encapsulates silver lining, see the positives, try to find, you know, the door out of hell type of thing. Uh, Winston Churchill once said, if you're sitting in hell or if you find yourself in hell, keep going, meaning get out, keep walking, keep getting out, find the door, find the light, Find whatever it is you need to walk through it. And that's what I think of joy. Joy is always trying to see the possibility, always trying to find the humor, the happiness, the moment, the smile, the light, the positivity, even in the worst of circumstances. 
That's what all about the joy is. And anyone, anyone in any circumstance can try to find that and and walk yourself through. That doesn't mean you're walking around all the time in gleeful, smiley, laughing happiness, but it does mean that you start to learn how to construct, how to walk through circumstances that you find yourself in. Even when you're mad and angry or sad and depressed, you realize like, okay, I've had enough. Now I need to figure out a way to walk through this, to walk through this step. Sometimes it involves finding somebody else to help you. Sometimes it involves having a therapist to walk you through this stuff. Sometimes it involves just sitting and and thinking about the circumstance you're in, letting yourself be sad and walking through anyways, right? But what you don't want to do is keep digging the hole deeper. What you don't want to do is keep sitting in sadness and depression. And I am not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I do believe that in the simplest way possible, this is something all of us can get better at. And I know that I am a whiz at this. And I wish that people will have more joy in 2024. And that's what I'm talking about. The ability to stop blaming other people for the circumstance you're in, for sitting in the circumstance you're in and figuring out how to walk through it, how to find light and joy anyway, how to move past people who do not help you, who do not fuel you, who do not support you, who do not like you. A lot of people do not like me and it's okay. There are 8 billion people on the planet. What kind of ego do I think I have that everyone is supposed to like me? That's what makes us interesting. So my hope for everyone who may be listening to this or just the two people who I know will, um, I hope that you can find more joy in 2024 in the definition that I just explained it. So Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to my Carmen talk and hope to see you on the live stream. And remember, it really is all about the joy. And yes, happy new year to everyone. Bye. Thanks for stopping by all about the joy. Be better and stay beautiful, folks. Have a sweet day.